we've asked Brother Anderson on the Sunday closest to the 40th anniversary of the founding of this church, April the 12th, 1976. They had their first service on a Wednesday night, on a Sunday. It was a, it was a Sunday. Yeah. Had their first service here. From that time to this, God has blessed. Amen. From that time to this, God has moved in a tremendous way. And it is important that we take the time to remember where God has brought us from, what God has done for us. Because, friend, there's still going to come a time when we question. There's still going to come times when we struggle. There's still going to come times whenever we don't know how we're going to make it. And in those times, it's important to hear the testimony of this man and hear what God has already done for us. And to remember the same God that brought us this far. He's going to carry us on. Amen. I want to ask you to give your ear and your attention tonight to Brother Anderson. I've given him free liberty to do whatever he feels like doing in the Holy Ghost. But more than anything, amen, I want you to, to take some of these stories and things that he's going to share and put them into your heart and remember on your worst day and the, and the worst situation you find yourself in. The same God that has brought us this far, the same God that has, has worked so tremendously and mightily through uh, Brother Anderson's vision and dream and goal to plant a church in Lake City, that God is still with us. He's still on our side. He's still making the impossible become possible. Amen? Would you say God bless Brother Anderson? I've come too far to look back again There's nothing behind me The treasures I used to love Have all faded away There's a new day ahead for me My heartaches are over for I left them at Calvary, where my new life began. Help me sing if you know. Come too far to look back. My feet have walked to the valley. I've climbed mountains, crossed rivers, desert places I've found. But I'm nearing the home shore The redeemed are rejoicing Heaven's angels are singing I've come too far to look back Look around, there's unhappiness There's no reason for living Life will give you a broken dream Full of sorrow and fear Turn around, don't look back again Till my son 
Where my new life begins. I'm sorry, I can't read. Come too far to look back again. My feet have walked through the valley. I've forgotten some friends. I've known. But I'm hearing the home shore. The redeemed are rejoicing. The angels are singing. Come too far to look back. Praise God. That's the way I feel as a testimony. Amen. I've come too far to go back. Amen. Praise God. And there's always testing times and there was times in Moses' life. Till they said, Look, we're going, we're going to stay here. We're going to park it right here. But he wouldn't let them. We're going to turn back. We're going to appoint us a, ca a captain that will lead us back. But we're looking forward tonight. Amen. I honor Brother McCall and appreciate him for remembering us and remembering what we tried to do for God. Am I satisfied with what we did? No, but it's the best we could do at the time. And I, I appreciate him, Sister McCall. I, I believe God's going to add to the church. He is adding to the church. He's going to continue to add to the church. Praise God. We don't have a, a generation gap. Hello? Miracles don't know the generation gap. Miracles will happen for young or old or whatever. Praise God. And he's still doing it tonight. Man, I just want to share some things with you. I, I was not raised here. I was raised in North Arkansas. If you ever heard of 56, Ernie, uh, Oni, you ever hear of Oni? You ever hear of Timbo? That's, that's the area I was born in. And it had a lot of ticks and chiggers and all that stuff. We come down every, every fall and pick cotton. How many ever picked any cotton? Oh, my. <laughs> We'd pitch a little batching stuff. Of course, there's three or four or five families of us. If you ever read John Grisham's book, uh, you know, it's turn your head sometimes, but if you ever read John Grisham's book, Painted House, a lot of that was us. We'd uh, put a few mattresses on the truck. And we'd ride on top of them because we had little cooking vessels. and We stayed in old farmers' houses that uh, uh, you could throw a cat. Somebody said you could throw a cat through the wall. But that's where we that's where we lived at for about three, two or three months. We picked cotton. What we do then was we'd pay off what we that pay off what we owed the merchant, and uh, they they would start all over again. And uh, you know you've heard that old song. I owe my soul to the yeah. I owe my soul to the county, whoever it was, but. You you borrow you you borrowed that well they just don't raise coffee around here. Yeah. Uh, you know you, they got to get shipped in from somewhere. Yeah. And uh, mom mom she she loves to uh, can vegetables and stuff. Yeah. And I can honestly say, we've never been hungry. We never went hungry. Yeah. Praise God. We had plenty to eat. Yeah. And uh, even when the snow came down, we lived in between. I'll tell you some personal stuff and just, I, I feel, I, I've tried to go over this Brother McCall several times this week and, yeah. and I've used a lot of paper up 
but uh, I hope you'll just forgive me. And uh, I want to tell you some personal. How, you, how do you get from there to here? Praise God. I'm, I'm, I'm so thrilled that God has brought us this far. And he has. He will. And it just, it's just amazing how God can work a miracle for you. And I, I used to look around, of course, up in, up in the hills, they didn't have any factories. They began, when I graduated from high school, they began to put in uh, uh, shirt factories. And you could, you could buy shirts there that were a little bit blemished or whatever. And uh, then there was the logging part that they did. The rocks, they, they dug those rocks. You've seen these houses with rocks on the front of them. Well, they've they done a lot of that. Some of them done a lot of that. But my dad inspired me, uh, and, and he put something in my heart, Brother McCall. And my dad was a, uh, he was a teacher, and what he did, he went and took a test to see if he qualified and was intelligent enough to teach eight rooms in one, one building. I mean, eight, eight, uh, uh, eight, what was it? Eight grades, eight grades all in one house. And uh, he, he passed the test, and he taught for several years in uh, communities. Our, our community was called Round Mountain, yeah. and uh, some of them were called Zach, and, you know, just different places like that, that they taught school. And what they did, of course, was use the little, uh, the teacher or the, the big kids to help the little kids, what they did. Yeah. I mean, the larger kids and more have been going to school for the, uh, they they knew uh, how to help them with their multiplication tables, writing, practice writing and reading, uh, Jack and Jill and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I, they they passed a new rule and said you need to wrote my dad and said you need to go back and uh, uh, you need to go go to college. And all we're asking you to do is go uh, and take three co college hours, do three college hours over the summer. But Dad didn't feel like as well, anyway, because I don't know how he had done it anyway. But uh, there's no way that he could have left his family and just, uh, you know. So he, he t t turned it down. He, he didn't go anymore. But my dad was my first teacher. And that, that put something in my heart that if he could do it on a small scale, I believe I could make a living at that, you know. Of course, there, there was an underlying thing. They'd, they'd hire him for $60 a month if the funds were available. So how, how's that for job security? $60 a month if the funds are available. If it's not, you're not going to get paid. Speaking of getting paid, while I think about it, uh, we got electricity in 1950, and uh, uh, we, uh, we hadn't had it. And it just, uh, I, I paid, what I did, we'd uh, go to town once in a while. Every t couple of three weeks or so, we'd go shopping at Big Flat. And uh, they, uh, I didn't lost my train. I, I, okay, my, I, we got light bills, like $3 a month, a little over $3 a month, maybe three and a quarter. We got electricity in 1950. And I'd take a, bu a bucket of eggs, a water bucket, they call it, of eggs to the, to the store, and I'd sell them or trade them for our electric bill. That's what our electric bill was. 
But, you know, if you talk about poverty, we, we lived in it. We, we grew up in it. But God helped us to change the direction of some of our lives. And, and I give that credit and that honor to God. Plus a lot of good teachers that helped me learn. I didn't learn. I went to a, a small school. In fact, there was 12 graduating seniors, including me, made, you know, the, I made up one of the 12. And uh, that's, that's where we started from. I got a student loan, Brother McCall, and uh, of course I had to pay that back. But when, when the time rolled around, we graduated that fall. I was at Conway to go to, at that time it was called Arkansas State, State Teachers College. And uh, began my direction at school. Some of the others came down also. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, that's where I met Sister Anderson at, yeah. to her sorrow. <laughs> but she was, she was going to get some smarts too. Yeah. Uh, I, I was looking at your picture. Uh, the, the, on the, that was a service we had in 1979. Yeah. And if you look real close, you can see... Bob Dacus and uh, Ron Brewer and Ollie Byram and a lot of the saints uh, that has already gone on to meet the Lord. And uh, we uh, we built a church uh, on, uh, we, we didn't borrow any money up till right to last. Uh, we we borrowed $2,000 to build, to build a church. And what we did, we... Uh, I had saw these buildings. A lot of there's a lot of old buildings around here. We we came to Jonesboro in 19, I believe, 74, and uh, we was working with some people there in church. I'd never been to Jonesboro in my life, but I got to coming down to Lake City. My I've got an uncle that lived in uh, out the at south part of Lake City out here. His name was Doyle Treat. You might might remember. Uh, and if you ever talked to him long, you'd find out he didn't believe in Republicans. He said if you voted for a Republican, you was going to hell. <laughs> but he was, that was my mama's brother. And uh, I, the way I got started in this thing is I was sick and my hands were drawn and my feet. And my mom, she made a deal with the Lord. She'd been praying about it for a lot of time. And uh, there's no no getting better. And uh, she told God, if you heal my heal my boy, I'll, I'll serve you with all my heart. They took him in, laid him down on the altar, began to pray for him. And my hands straightened out, my feet straightened out. I was ready to go again. My mama's ch uh, folks were all Church of Christ, and uh, she. That made a little Pentecostal out of her. When she saw the healing hand of God, that, that made a believer out of her. And, and that was the start of us uh, getting a, a, a prayer in our hearts and the Bible in our hearts and uh, serving God. There's a better way today. There's a better way than all this killing. Hello, somebody. There's a lot. There's there's more to life than just just killing people and robbing people and all that stuff. But I'm glad that my mother and daddy uh, was very strict on us. 
And I, I, I just believe if you want to uh, conquer the, the little ones, you need to let them know who's boss. You know, and uh, that's, what, that's what they did to me. In fact, my dad delivered me from smoking. He did. He honestly did. I had an uncle and them that they had to say, now, if you're going to smoke, don't, don't try to hide it. Don't go around and pick up cigarette butts. Uh, just, just we'll buy it for you if you want to smoke. Well, that, that ooh, philosophy don't work too well with my daddy. It didn't work too well with him. Because he found my, we had these old out, outdoor bathrooms, he would call them. And uh, he found the evidence, Brother McCall, where I'd been smoking. And I didn't properly do, do something with my, the butts. And he found it out, and I never smoked again. <laughs> that, was, that was the end of my smoking. But all through my, uh, my going to school, high school, they, they kept, they was involved in what I was doing. And I'll, I'll never forget a, a deal that happened to me, and I'll get into other stuff in just a minute. But, I, you know, I believe honesty pays off. If you're honest with people, uh, God will God will bless you for it. Yes. And uh, if if we can just live upright, just be honest, be be truthful. Somebody's saying being transparent. Uh, you know, I guess that's all right. But I I never will forget. I need a pair of shoes, and uh, I I didn't have the money to buy them, and Dad didn't have the money to buy them. And we we were lucky if we got. A pair of shoes a year. You had to make them last. You had to take care of them. And I had wore the sole. The sole just flap up and down when you run or something. And uh, so I went down there. There's there's a lady that had uh, a store, hardware store in a big flat. And uh, I asked her about buying a pair of shoes on the credit. And she said, Well, I don't know you. And I said, well, I just wanted to ask. I had some things coming up in high school that I needed some shoes that wasn't tied on with beta war. And uh, she said, well, who's, who's, your, who's your daddy? And I told her, uh, Ralph Anderson. And uh, she said, well, who's your, who's your other granddaddy? You know, I know Ralph. I've seen him in here. And uh, I said, Johnson Treat. And uh, she said, I, I'm going to, young man, I'm going to save them shoes. And she sold me a brand new pair of shoes on, on the promise that when I went to Cotton Patch, I'd come back and uh, pay her for the shoes. She said, your, your granddad would turn over in his grave if you didn't pay me. Yeah. And that was, the, that was the contract we made. And I was happy about it. Praise God. God provided for me. Amen. I, I made a mistake, brother. I uh, ordered, mom let me, I think it was this guy here was talking about Sears and Roebuck back in 60 what, 65 or 66. I'm a lot older than, that's where we, that's where we got stuff with Sears and Roebuck. Yeah, yeah. Look for the mailman 
before he got there, expecting him to bring my. God's been good to me. Yeah. I went to school there at, at Big Flat, graduated, and I went to Conway and went a year there, and then I met Sisu and started going to church with her, and uh, that's where our children, first two children were born, Bruce and Greg, yeah. and uh, we uh, started going to church. Sue had an unfortunate loss of her mother and father at a young age, 57, 59. Her dad was 59, I believe it was. And uh, we surely, surely miss him. But I've, I've appreciated my walk with God. And, and when I look at how far I've come, I'm thankful for it. I hope my children and grandchildren great-grandchildren, don't forget who brought us here. Praise God. I thank God wanted me to go through a lot of things to help me to have faith in him. I never will forget one time, just out of the blue, Brother Holmes in North Little Rock. If you've been by and saw that big old church out there, he called me. And said, would you bring your church choir down and sing for us? And uh, I said, yeah, we'd be, we'd be glad to. And uh, he wanted me to give him a testimony what God had done for us. And he gave us $2,000 $2, just for coming and singing that one night. And we said, thank you, Lord. The first, the first building we come up with was the old laundromat right there by the post office, right next to the post office. All this, all this moving and shaking that we've been doing since we met the McCalls, uh, it, it, it started, you know, it's kind of a bittersweet type thing. I hate to see the old buildings go down, but with the same token, they're not very energy efficient. And Sister McCall, I, I never noticed this buildings up here. It never dawned on me. I guess if I throw it out there and I'd stumble over it, I might have saw it. But uh, I just didn't see it. But, you know, they saw it. I think this is a beautiful church. Amen. I think it's a beautiful church. When I was a kid, we went to church. There was a, a, an old wood stove that we, we warmed the church building by. My daddy was always the first one to get there and the first one, the last one to leave. They'd get that old wood stove fired up. An old building had a gray, uh, gray siding on it. It's like a roll roofing. You roll that out and put it on the outside of the buildings. And that's the way Dad got our first building started. We, uh, when Sister Sue and I got married, they were a church in town that was wanting to start a, a Christian school. And uh, Sister Sue and I got married and Still went to college best we could. Summer school was was kind of a it was hard to do because it put had to put so much into it. And I think one of the uh, experiences we had was trying to do lab and biology lab on a Saturday, and uh, sun shining in and all that kind of stuff. You you get tired, you get weary. But God blessed us. Uh, we we rented a house 
What was it, $10 or fifteen? $25. $25 a month was what our, that was our house, pay, our rent. We had about $10 or so of grocery bill to pay. And uh, it was just, life was not just on top of things. But you know what? As we held on out to God and moved with God and done what he wanted us to do, he made a way. And uh, from, from tearing down this old uh, city, well, we didn't tear down the post office. But it, uh, it was had the sloping roofs and around the outside of it had concrete blocks. We hauled 25 pickup loads of just junk out of that old building. It was washed and dry, caught on fire. And I'm going to show you a couple examples of God moving for us. Uh, one of them was uh, there was a, a man that was looking at this place that had been a laundromat. He was going to put in, uh, fix it up. Redo it and make a, another uh, wash, wash the tear out of it. Uh, but and that's where we, that's where this picture is taken. No, that's that's the garage. I'm sorry, but the post office, our our, our sanctuary that we had at the time, the church we had at the time, was uh, in that old post office. I went to see the mayor about ordinances and what I have to meet and what permits I have to have. And he said, Preacher, let me tell you something. Anything you do to that old building is going to be a blessing to us. So you just do whatever you need to do, and it'll be fine. And if you, anybody gives you any sash, just come tell them to come see me. And that's the way we started, started clearing it off. We got it all cleared off until uh, you can see the rafters underneath. And God was, God was so good to us. And I appreciate my walk with him. I appreciate his miracles with us. Yes. And uh, he's been good to me. I don't really understand 100% why I'm going through what I am now. But God knows all about it. And don't be surprised if some of these nights when the, when the shouting gets going on, and the music gets on, I might just get out of this wheelchair again for good. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. If, if God's not bigger than Parkinson's disease, I don't know what we're doing in here. Praise God. My mom had Parkinson's disease for about nine, ten years. I've had it 14 now. And, and they say they, a lot of stuff just gets pitched in that same old barrel. Well, that's just Parkinson's today. That's just part of it. But I was, I was reading a magazine, Pentecostal magazine, yeah. Pentecostal Herald, in fact, yeah. and it was talking about a brother that he, he was sick in his body, afflicted very much. And he said he, he, somewhere he was going. I don't remember where he was going now. But he said when his feet touched the ground, he said he just felt it hit him. But you're healed. And, and sure enough, he was. Praise God. God can heal us. God can make a way. The next building we bought was next to the Highway 18 used to go up through the, where the post office, the old post office is. And we tore that old building down. And I'll never forget there was a, a lady come by there and 
she was looking at things over, and she said, what are, what are y'all doing? I said, well, we're going to tear this down. We need some more room to, for a church. And she said, my, my, I, I sure hate to see that go. It's such a memory to us. Been there so long. It's been there at least 75 years. But we needed it for space to grow, and uh, we, didn't, we never did break a whole lot of records. Uh, I guess the highest number we had was 137 in Sunday school. And that was begging and twisting arms and all that kind of stuff. Lake City was not a friendly town. Uh, you, you, just, you just make friends one at a time. Hello, somebody? You just make friends one at a time. Jesus called them out and said, you know, come in, I'll make you be fishers of men. He done it one at a time. Praise God. And, and we, we done it one at a time. And the, the Lord blessed us. We, we got that paid for. And then that's where in the picture up here, you see us, that's, that's a 24, no, 44 by 60 auditorium that we built home. And uh, we, uh, we tore the old building down and we saved all the brick that we could. And uh, there, there was a young man there that worked for Carnaby Stallings Lumber Company named Lenubin. That was his nickname. But he, uh, he said, Mr. Gifford, which was a local guy that picked up extra trash and stuff, he said, Mr. Gifford just threw a whole bunch of brick, their whole brick, into the, uh, that slough down there by, of course, that's where John Barner lives now. And uh, he said, if I'm sure that if you want to trade him some trash that you have left over from that uh, building, tearing that building down, and, and the trash you'll have after laying the brick that you swap out. And that's what we did. We, we traded that old man some uh, just broke brick and stuff for his good brick. We, uh, I, I wanted to have a brick church, all brick, you know, the walls and everything. And uh, we, uh, we laid those brick. And uh, we found some at Paragould. I, I got on a, a spree of saying, you know, look like we could, there's, there's chimneys. There's got to be chimneys in, out in the country that the house is burned. There's got to be uh, old houses and stuff that, you know, we could get uh, brick from. We found some brick in, in uh, Paragou, and uh, it cost us, I think it's about a nickel apiece. And uh, we'd hauled, we had enough brick to make us 3,000 brick in the back of the trucks. And uh, that guy called me and said, we're not going to sell you any more brick because I've got a guy that instead of giving you $50, $50 he'll give us 75 And uh, uh, they, they abandoned them, put them on a pallet, all that stuff. So that kind of knocked the wind out of our sail. But we prayed about it, worshiped God. I don't know if you've ever been to a little town called Mandalay over by Caraway. Uh we were driving, or they were driving out through there, and lo and behold, just under the under the weeds, saw some brick there. We count them best we could as some sixteen thousand brick, and uh, 
we finally got a hold of a man in Memphis that uh, had the brick. And he told me, if, if you'll give me a letter saying the brick went into a church, I'll, I'll give them to you as a donation to the church. And that's what we did. 16,000 brick in one spot, cleaned as good as new. Praise God. God provided again. God provided again. We tore a low... Uh, building down over there by the bank where the bank's at now where they're re refurbishing the bank. That was the Citizens Bank when I come here. Citizen Bank in Lake City. But that moved over here, Cobian. And uh, uh, there's another we, we tore that building down. We used it for a little while for a uh, fellowship hall, place for fellowship. Then we tore it down and saved what lumber we could. And of course, there was quite a bit of brick on the building. And then we sold brick from that and built our fellowship hall on. And uh, I'll never forget Brother Marvin Pulley. I don't know if you know Brother Pulley. He's passed on, been passed on for a number of years now. And uh, we used it for a fellowship hall. And then uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't heat good, and it wasn't cool good. So it was quite a quite a load to have it if it wasn't going to produce efficiently. So we, we wanted to get all of our buildings on the other side. You know, where there's all together and the land was all together. We tore all that stuff down, and it's still tore down. He's refurbishing the bank. And he wants to restore it. The guy that's working on it wants to restore it to its original uh, looks as much as possible. But we were working away, Brother Marvin, laying brick, and we put black mortar in the brick to make it black, make the quarter black. And uh, we we were laying brick, and this brand new Cadillac, I mean Lincoln, drove up. And we wonder if we we're selling any brick, and uh, still selling brick. Told me about exhausted it, and he said, "Well, he said we're trying to restore uh, a city block in Osceola, and we want these old Jonesboro brick. It's got the stamp on it." And uh, so he said, I'm, I'm willing to give you $200 a thousand, and I'll personally give you a $200 check for let, letting us have the brick. And so we, we accepted that. We were glad to accept it and money. We had, uh, now remember, there's times that it seemed like God's not going to move. Sometimes you wonder, God, where are you at? We're about to get in a jam here. Yeah. I guess that where that lady come out with that song that said, when he's four days late, he's still on time. Yeah. Praise God. But then one man told me when we got we was trying to get ready to lay, lay the concrete down. Name's Robert Stafford. As far as I know, he's still living in Jonesboro. But he... Uh, 
I'd ask him about coming over and uh, and laying them brick, I mean, laying that concrete out for us. He was a con professional con concrete man. And he told me, he said, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for you. And we we witnessed Robert Stafford a number of times. And uh, he, uh, we never could even be baptized in Jesus' name. But we talked to him about it. One time he came to some function we was having. He said, I felt like a, a fly in the buttermilk. He just, uh, he was a good guy. And he was easy to get along with. And uh, when it got time, to, I, I called him. And uh, let me tell you this, first of all. I had a preacher tell me, and it makes sense. It makes a comfort for your heart to keep your ducks in line. But he said, don't expect God to provide the concrete till you get the ditches dug. Does that make any sense? Get your, get your ditches and get everything ready before you ask God for the concrete. And, and God did it. Uh, he, uh, I asked him, I said, well, about the pay. And he said, just buy me some fish. There used to be some uh, markets down here where they where they took fish and cut them up for you and all that kind of stuff. A lot of people stopped there and got fish, like fish. And he, he said, I asked him what, what kind of fish he liked, catfish. And he said, no, sir. I want some of them buffalo fish. And while while Robert Stafford and his men, in fact, he told me, he said, don't, don't get them men out there, don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I'll bring my own men down there, and they're, they're used to what we're doing and know what they're doing. And, and that's what they did. And we took that, the, the stuff out of that building and built a fellowship hall. I've never had just huge miracles, but I, I feel like I've had some Small miracles that makes me want to go on. I know God is real. Uh, I appreciate the effort of, of the opportunity to live for God. I was thinking about Ryan and Alicia. It's good to get to know them and their kids. Uh, and uh, I just, uh, I thought about when Jacob come come in contact with uh, his daughter. Jacob had got had to go back to Bethel, you know. And uh, he, uh, his daughter, she went out to see what the other young people were doing. And uh, she wound up getting in trouble and caused some problems. But I think... I want to I want to see my kids saved among anything else. I really I really appreciate brother McCall sister McCall that they that, them boys come first in their lives I believe. I mean that, I know they're not fed very well but my mom Fellas, my mom wouldn't let me go. Wouldn't let me go out of the house until I eat breakfast in the morning. Yeah. You're not going to tell that you eat, yeah. and uh, we didn't either. She such a fuss. But we we need a firm foundation. 
And I didn't want this church to die. I wanted it to move on. And I'm so thankful that coming up eight years, Brother and Sister McCall have been here. And I know I, know I don't have to ask them. There have been tough days. And I know that's not over. Because if you, if you love people, they're going to hurt you. If you love people, uh, of course, they don't, some of them don't mean to. It's just the way it all happens. But I, I appreciate them so much. And uh, I, I appreciate them doing all they're doing for us. And uh, I, I thought about this lady that prayed or said she received the Holy Ghost the other night. Hadn't been baptized. And uh, what was her name? Sandra. Sandra Mayfield. But the odd thing about it, I just thought it was real odd. She came to church where we was having church at 40 years ago. And some of that seed still is in her heart. She wants to live for God. One side of her does. And the same lady, 40 years later, got baptized for the first time in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And Jesus said that a soul is, is, you know, if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what, what would man be gained? It wouldn't be gained anything. But... I appreciate, I got to go, in fact, Sister Sue first went with me to Mexico. We had some people that come up here from down south, you know, San, San Benito and Harlingen area. They come up here and chop cotton, pick cotton. And the little girl came to, well, she wasn't a little girl, but she came to our services on Saturday night and she got the Holy Ghost. And she said, my mom and my dad, my dad wants to, he, he pastored the church down there. And he said, my dad wants you to come and preach at his anniversary service, dedication service. And uh, so we just got things together and planned things where we could go. And... Uh, we took off to Mexico, old Mexico. Learned a lot of lessons about Mexico. They sat on round poles, buckets, timbers, whatever, and they worshiped God the best they could. And I did my best. To, I can't speak Spanish. I need to know how. We'll probably need it more and more as we go on speak Spanish. But I had this Anna's brother interpreting for me. And I was telling him to be baptized in Jesus' name. But he twisted it, made it come out a little different. You know, my wife told me she knows she took some Spanish, I think. But we, we told him about being baptized in Jesus' name anyway. I believe, of course, the little girls run up. They, we never, they never had any white folks in there before 
And they, we had the biggest time with those kids. We, we lived in or stayed for a few days in those adobe buildings. We were 175 mi miles uh, to Harlingen, Tennessee. I mean, the past, past New, uh, Mexico. And uh, they they had no, well, they just had enough electricity that you could have they had one bulb and hang out in the middle of the room. Yeah. That was all the electricity they had. Yeah. But I appreciate that. The next trip I took was to Jamaica, and I really enjoyed my trip to Jamaica, Brother McCall, uh, because I could understand what they were saying, and uh, you know we we could communicate. And uh, we got to go to Jamaica. Then we went to. Uh, Oh, I know what I know what I did when I got back from Jamaica. I we, we was coming back plane. I told Brother Thrasher, how I many know Rudy Thrasher? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he had preached us the three weeks revival when we first started the church in Lake City. But uh, we started on it when we got getting back from Jamaica. They they could sing what a lovely name the name of Jesus is. They could really sing that song. But I told told Brother Thrasher and them, I said, I got one more trip I'd I'd really like to take. I'd like to go to the Holy Lands. Yeah. And uh, that day that day we went to the mailbox and uh, there was a notification in there that if for any pastor that had never been with as many as 50 in congregation, they'd let them go for a round trip, Brother Andrew, round trip, 10 days, uh, everything furnished. All I had to do was get to New York. And uh, I, I showed that to one of the brothers, and they said, we're going to do that. So I was able to go to the Holy Land. I enjoyed it so much. I wish I'd had more time. We got Caesarea Philippi. We we got there and it was it was dark. Couldn't see it. I said, "Why do, why do you even come here? Why don't we go see something else?" He said, "I got to make the stops for the, whether we can see anything or not." He said, "I, I promise them they're going to get this. They got to do it." But we we enjoyed that. I got to preach. Or talk a little bit about going over to the Sea of Galilee and them little boats, storms that come up. Got to eat some St. Peter's fish. Y'all probably been to Holy Land, but it's it was it was great, and I it's a lot of a lot of things on Israel, and I'm excited about Brother McCall's prophecy conference. Yeah. I, it's going to be on everybody's mind, and and I feel like more and more it's going to be on everybody's mind. But I think we'll have an advantage, and we need to we need to uh, capitalize on the old folks. Some we need to capitalize on the young folks. Some because yeah. it's going to take us all working together. Come on, now. It does now. Yeah. Right. 
but it, it takes us working together. Brother Andrew's out there working. You gotta, we need to pray for him. Yes. We just need to pray for one for another. Yes. God would help us. Amen. And I, I hope I've not bored you completely to death. No, not at all. Uh, but it just, when I look back, it's been a long road. Yes. It's a long road. And uh, I thought, I used to have a silly thought that if your kid got married off, that was the end, the end of it. But any, any of y'all that's got that opinion, let me tell you something. It's just beginning. Praise God. You love Jesus? Amen. Are you glad about this journey? Amen. Praise God. I can tell you some stories, but they get way out. I knew this guy that had been in the bank. He kept his money in personal items and extra $100 bills in the bank. Yeah. And uh, he got to counting, and, and some, somehow he was getting extra $100 bills in there. Yeah. And uh, you figure that out. Because he bound to have a need. Did you ever have a need? Yes, sir. Praise God. Amen. I feel sorry for people that's lived through wars. But I'm just telling you, God's still real. Y'all believe he's real? I, I know I've wore it completely out trying to sing it. But how sweet it is to take a newborn baby. And I hope these cameras are still working by the end. Because we're going to burn a couple of them up probably. When that brings that baby home, that grandbaby it's going to be exciting. Those baby, you know, boys that were had the uh, heart difficulties, and God helped. He He brought a miracle your way. Yes. Hallelujah! Amen. Praise God! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The same God, same God that's brought me here. From afar away, I've, I've been to California and back. Yeah. You know, we, we traveled constantly for how long was it? For several years, just moving at least once or twice a year, trying to help somebody, trying to help church somewhere. But God is real. Praise God. And one, one scripture I've leaned on a lot, it's David said, I've been young, yeah. and now I'm old. Yeah. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Amen. I don't mean this hatefully, but I had a lot of people in, in a lot of years come by and say, Preacher, I need you to take up an offering for me. I need you to, your church to help me. I ask them, where do you, where do you go to church at? They said, oh, we don't, we don't go to church. And, and I've never, out of all those folks, uh, I've never had a person that lived for God had the Holy Ghost that ever came by. Yeah. But it was those that didn't have a shepherd. Yeah. Aren't you glad we got a shepherd? The Lord yeah. is my shepherd. Yeah. What was the next line of that? I shall not want. 
The Lord is my shepherd. Can you say it with me? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I appreciate your kindness. I appreciate these brothers helping me get in and out of my car when I get to church. I, I can fall out, but falling in is a little more difficult. Amen. Believe that, Brother Andrew? All right. You're a believer, right? I'm a believer. Hallelujah. I'm a believer. Amen. 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 But I, I just knew I didn't want to laugh that my mom and dad had. I believe I could do better. And they've, they've, I've, I've missed a lot by not being with mom and dad. But I had to do what God wanted me to do. Yeah. Praise God. I had to do what God wanted me to do. Yeah. And I reverence my mom and dad. I appreciate them so much. Yeah. And uh, people from Appalachia came down. They wanted to see how mom and dad lived. Mom had canned sausage. She had green beans by the can or jar. Yeah. Just, I mean, we could live. We didn't know that. We didn't know they had a depression. Come on now. Because all all of the people around us was in the same shape we were. <laughs> Praise God. And that guy that promised a rooster and never pot, uh, we sure did lean on his burden for us, you know. I'm glad I'm in God's house. I'm glad he didn't stumble and lose me. Oh, but he had mercy on me. Many times I've had to go say, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've failed you. I don't want to fail God through the trial that I'm going through now. I want to keep a right attitude. I hope you pray for me. If I, if it's my time to go, I wanna I wanna I wanna go. Yeah. Uh, Brother Red's not doing too well. Yeah. He's my friend. Yeah. And uh, Brother Ollie was my friend. Yeah. Brother Tippy yeah. was my friend. Yeah. I'll never forget the Sunday morning. They come in, come into our church. They're getting ready to start service. I saw this new couple I never saw. And I went back and introduced myself, shook hands with him. He said, we're J.T. Tippy, his wife. And he said, we want to come here to church if it'd be all right. Man, that like joy in my ears. Praise God. And they were faithful. They were faithful to the end. I've never in all my being saw anybody that loved his wife any more than J.T. Tippy did his. Yes, sir. Three meals a day, he'd feed her every meal. At nighttime, he'd take her some ice cream or something by. Yeah. But he would constantly, he, he fed her. He didn't just dash it out and say, there it is. But he fed her. Yes, then she'd come up with stomach cancer. And they had to take her stomach completely out. But they were faithful. Brother Ollie was faithful. Yes, he, was. he was he was unusual. Yes, 
an unusual fella, but he was a good whoop whoop. Make the dust. They had an old church at Painway that they went to. People get to shouting and the dust get to flying. And that's where we had a lot of them dinners on the ground. Maybe when we have our dinners, they won't be all the way on the ground. God bless y'all. I'm, I'm just so thrilled about what God has done. I saw a picture of a, of a, uh, in South Africa of a young man that had a beautiful suit on, shoes, nice shoes. You could see them shining. And uh, somebody was asking him about it. And he said, when I considered the alternative, he just, he just didn't want to live. While everybody else was out playing basketball, doing the hoops, he was in the house studying. Yeah. And he became one of the most famous lawyers in, in uh, South Africa. Praise God. I know some of you come a long ways, but don't let anything stop you. Praise God. Jesus, I failed. And I believe that that lady at the well, don't you know she's glad he come by her place? Was she a, was she a model saint? No, but no reason at all. Some of the people Jesus healed had some problems, didn't he? Magdalene, he cast out seven devils out of her. But she's the first one on her way to anoint the body of Jesus. Praise God. I appreciate God. I appreciate y'all. I want you to know it. I probably don't say it enough, but I, I really appreciate being here. I'm, I'm glad uh, Mr. Greg, I mean, yeah, Mr. Trent and, and his family. That, that's a miracle, baby. You know that? We've had We've had the last year some amazing miracles that happened. Yes, we have. I appreciate Bruce. Ryan, see Brian. I call a roll every time. I... <laughs> then I got to remember Madden. No, 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 no. Because he'll clear. I guarantee you he'll clear the whole thing if you don't get a hold of him real quick. Yes. His poor old mama about run her legs off. Yes. She may be a little shorter than normal. But God's good, isn't he? Can we lift our hands? Say, I thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.